Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. For decades, Alnwick Haldeman Township Council has wrestled with the future of the nearly 75-year-old Memorial Arena. The stacks of reports sitting on the shelves are a testament to the debates over the years. Various councils have edged along with repairs and replacements as time has taken its toll. Now, with accelerated development taking place near Grafton and a council struggling to keep the facility open, politicians are seeking public input on the future of the ice pad. As the mayor said in the interview, all options are on the table. These range from a new facility to closing everything down. See what you think should be done. I'm so pleased to welcome back Alnwick Haldeman Mayor John Logel. Welcome back to Consider This Northumberland. Well, it's a pleasure being back with you, Robert. I look forward to our discussions. So do I. I understand you're seeking input to address a long-standing issue with the Memorial Center Arena. What are you hoping to achieve through these public consultations? Well, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware. I expect you are aware, but the, the building is um, getting old, uh, and it needs some refurbishing. And we'd like to see what the public wants to do. Um, we know we need a, a, some type of facility in the Grafton area. Uh, and that's a couple of years ago, just so you're aware, it, we used to have a small building or room in the current where the library is. But the uh, we decided to give that up, the township give that up for early childhood uh, courses with the, ki- uh, with the kids. And so that facility is no longer available, but we do know that we need something to uh, or we feel we need something to gather the community together. And that's what we don't have right now. Now, you held a public meeting on December 6th. Can you tell us about that meeting? What was it expressed at that particular juncture in regards to what we're talking about today? Okay, well, uh, you're right. We did have one on December 6th. We held it out in Centerton. There was, I would say, 40 to 50 people there. And uh, very... Um, Good group. We had several uh, different people, well, different people representing different thoughts and and ideas. And I would say I got the impression, uh, because I attended just to just to hear more than anything. I got the impression that people recognize that there's a need uh, for a facility that services everyone. And by that, I mean age more than anything else, as well as as certainly as interests they may have as well. And the other thing that I come away with is that um, the people like to have uh, something for all ages to do because it keeps their kids from getting into trouble and 
possible trouble and that's maybe i'm being a little bit too strong that way but it's just i got the impression that people want to have something there for their their kids and their grandkids to use what's the mood of the public from the from the uh, you know uh we don't have a, a real good feel for everything yet from that meeting it was very strong positive that we needed to do something but uh, what we did was we uh, passed out some uh, questionnaires at the time, and they were filled out by several people. We've also um, passed that so they're available in the in the uh, at the arena at the office at uh, the community centers, and we also put a um, survey out, and uh, that was put online. And as, as yeah, online, I guess. And I guess the, the questionnaire was put on uh, line as well, so people could fill that in. And uh, just so you know, uh, we put that out in mid-December, right after the meeting, basically. And those are supposed to be uh, surveys and everything else are supposed to be completed this afternoon. So if you got them this afternoon, get them in, because we'd like to uh, use that for uh, good information gathering, and then we'll see where we go from there. So that this afternoon being January 2nd, everybody was to get everything in by yes, for those yes. surveys. Okay. In 2018, the Parks Master Plan uh, was released, and it called for a review of the existing arena in the context of the larger needs of the community and the region. Has this been done, and what was the result? Of, of, of that... Uh... There was, there was, I don't think a decision was ever made after that was completed. There was talk of um, a couple of years ago of closing the arena, and that was mentioned at a council meeting. And there was a, um, from my understanding, Robert, there was a, there was a, 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 a pushback from, from the local people regarding that. What options are you looking at? Well, we don't want to. We don't want to send the message that we've made a decision because we certainly haven't. Because there's lots of different opportunities. We think there's quite a few different opportunities and options that that should be considered. Uh, right now, as you're probably aware, the the arena is you is is busy on the uh, weekdays or weeknights. I guess is probably we. They say that it should be about between four and ten p.m is when you should be uh, considered that's your prime time. And that's what uh, we've been doing. And actually we're quite busy. It's basically Monday to Friday, four till, four till 10. I'm not gonna say that's every time, but most weeks, I think we're about 90% uh, on, on that time. And then on the weekends, it's a little bit less. It's probably under 50%, but we started that off at eight in the morning on Saturdays and Sunday and go to 10 o'clock at nights. And that's where we come with our about 40% of available time that's being used. We expect that to pick up a little bit in uh, next over the next three months because with, I know there's tournaments that are booked for the for that time of uh, particularly minor sports and that type of stuff. But the other thing uh, we've we've got a person that's really got involved in uh, promoting the the facilities and it's now used for many other things uh, other than that. Well, I guess broomball is, is is one, but that's part of the ice time too. The other thing that we're seeing a lot, a lot uh, more use is in um, uh, pickleball, some shinny, broomball, I mentioned broomball, uh, craft sales that we have in the summer. Uh, of course, our Canada Day is is um, held there, and it's it gets a good, 
good uh, turnout. And then it's also used for uh, birthdays and and uh, minor ball. Ball hockey is another one that they picked up this, this summer. And you need that type of facility to do that. So I think there's a lot, there's, there's usage there. And, and I guess the other thing that, that council has, has been talking about, and maybe we're probably looking for input on that too, is uh, you recall last winter when we had the, the big storms, we didn't really have a place for the people on the 401 to go to. They were going to uh, restaurants and this, that limited restaurants and that, but they really had no place to take them. And that also brings up a concern that, that council I believe has is that with climate change, we're expecting more storms and which could make it uh, more need for a place to, uh, for people to go to in case the power goes out. And that also goes in the summer as well, because it can get pretty hot with no air conditioning. And we just, we don't have a place for people to go and, and be able to uh, sit there and take on those things. And we'd like to promote some of, some of the other things that we currently don't have, um, or we don't have in that particular area, like yoga and uh, other crafts and, and uh, education opportunities that we don't really have right now. In the Ma Parks Master Plan, it states that there should be, uh, as far as the standard goes, there should be one indoor ice pad per 450 to 700 registered participants. Do you think you're meeting that threshold right now? 450 to 700? 450 to 700 registered participants to support one indoor oh. ice pad. Uh, well, I know there's, I know there's 16 different, um, people that are using it. And so if it take, there's 20, 20, uh, that would be around 400, I would think. Um, and I'm just basing it on 15 or 20 teams and, and, uh, and, or 15 or 20 players per team and that type of stuff. The arena is busy as as compared to the, the other ones as far as i i know i believe that from 4 to 10 is probably you, you know you can't get the and and uh, you can't get the kids out of at a school before that although at the same time i know there is some shinny hockey that's played on a couple couple mornings each week what is council spending on the maintaining the arena currently um i would uh, I don't have that exact figure. I would say it's probably two hundred thousand uh, uh, cost, and then capital expenditures on top of that. As I looked at the twenty twenty three budget, and it said that it cost over three hundred thirteen thousand dollars to operate the arena, and that it was facing a deficit of almost two hundred thousand dollars. Do those numbers resonate with you? Does that seem right, or is that wrong? I, I would say that three hundred thousand dollars is uh, the cost to run it, and then after that, uh, you take off what what uh, what income that you bring in. Okay, so is that is that a lot of money in in Alderman budget? Is is that a big expense then for for the municipality? Absolutely, yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, how then is council going to respond to the to this? constant pressure of having to maintain the old facility while you try to figure out what's going on with the new facility? Well, um, 
I got to think about that. Well, um, I don't know if you're aware of it, but uh, we do feel we need something, like I mentioned, for for activities for all ages, and we need uh, someone, some place to uh, help people if we run into emergencies and that type of stuff. And and the other thing that's come along is, and I we haven't talked about this too much, but uh, we are starting to make it a little bit of people more aware of it now. We have had someone come up to a council and offer to make a donation. And of course I can't get uh, into who that was or nothing like that, but this person has offered a million dollar donation to uh, to the area, to the Grafton to improve that facility. All right, because in August, council received a report from the Haldeman Memorial Arena, Next Steps, and council asked for a report to look at the replacement of the arena floor, the replacement of the rink and the brine pipes. There was the replacement of the boards and glass. And then there was a, a, a need to assess the roof conditions. Now, this report was given to council then in October. And you were told that you have some wiggle room in terms of debt and, and the town, that the township can carry. And as of December, you were still waiting for a financial report to do the repairs. Is it within the means of council or is it council's plan? Sorry, is it council's plan to go forward with these extensive repairs? Uh, we've got to do some a little bit more work on that too. All, all indications that we've had so far over the years is that the building is, uh, is uh, what's the right word for it? Physically and from a safety point of view is structurally sound. And we we want to make that before that, confirm that before we really go ahead with anything else. Uh, we do know that, you know, I, I mentioned this uh, million dollars, that, that's a very big contribution and uh, will go a long way, but to build the new arena is like $18 million. And I'm going by the one that was built in Millbrook and that's a few years back, but that's basically what we're uh, looking at to completely rebuild that. So uh, we, we're we pretty uh, convinced that we will need to do some more uh, uh, fundraising to help assist with that. And uh, we'll, we'll know that better after we have a, hit that engineering review done and uh, do some concept concept uh, work and see what, what we are, are proposing and get that out to the public because they got to, they're going to want to know that before they, you know, start donating. We, we feel. Your neighbors to the East Trent Hills are spending $22 million on a new arena wellness center with robotics. Yes. And I'm sure you're well aware. And I'm sure many residents are aware of what's been going on up there. How does that compare to the kinds of things that you think the residents of Alnwick Haldeman will want? Um, well, Trent Hills and 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 uh, Campbellford more specifically um, uh, has a bigger population. They are also a little bit more. I won't say more secluded, but they we have the advantage of having the town of Coburg close by, and certainly the, the facilities are are used by Alma Calderman residents for the swimming and, the, and that type stuff. So I don't think we'd, it would be nice to put an aquatic facility in, but I think that's probably be gone beyond where we want to go. 
In the Parks Master Plan, the report states that as a standard, most municipalities should have one arena for every 7,000 to 10,000 population. And in 2021, the census said that Alnwick Haldeman has a population of about 7,500 people. So when you go through all the lists of the ball diamonds, the soccer pitches, the gyms, et cetera, you're pretty close, according to the report, uh, in terms of supplying the needs, having enough diamonds, enough soccer pitches, enough gyms. Why the push now, in particular, to do the arena? Um, the uh, You mentioned it before, and you're absolutely right. The, the, the floor uh, is, is uh, worn out, and the boards are worn out. To replace the boards and the flooring and when you do the flooring you have to put in new uh pipes etc cetera, etc cetera, to uh to ensure the the uh temperatures for the for the get make the ice and that equipment is gone so we have to make a decision in the next year or so as to whether we want to continue with the facility or or make it of some other use i i guess i apologize for not being so clear that was really the question i was trying to get to is, is it really a decision between do you build something or do you just let this go and then do find other solutions or other ways to address some of the issues and let those who want to play hockey maybe go to Trent Hills or to Brighton or to uh, Coburg or Port Hope? How, how do you – is that what it's really coming down to at this time? I would I would say everything is going to be considered. Uh, to see what's best for the whole township. I guess that brings me to my next question, which is the Parks Master Plan called on council to reevaluate the role of the municipality in terms of recreational program delivery. And with so much going on around the municipality, as I mentioned, Campbellford, Coburg, Port Hope, and proposals for development of a wellness center in Brighton and the existing facilities in Colborne, is it really necessary for Alnwick Haldeman to provide a full range of recreational services to its residents? Because it's largely a rural a rural municipality. That's that's true. Uh, however, um, there are there are some changes planned there. Like uh, for example, the uh, we just put in the Glens of Antrim subdivision uh, south of Grafton. And that's about uh, that's about forty five houses. There's a new one that's actually construction is going on now with, with Grafton Heights. That's about a fifty home facility or pardon me a subdivision. And there's two more planned on the south corner uh, of the south east corner of the township. Uh, that'll be about seventy five homes in there. So when you start adding them up, there's quite a few subdivisions and uh, more homes that are coming in in the next three to five years. So and, and, you... as, and, and as you're aware, the province still wants us to keep building as much as we can, as many as we possibly can. So, and, and there's a need for it, to be perfectly honest with you. So this level of growth that you're anticipating, so this is really future thinking rather than necessarily dealing with what you've got now. Th that's true. You have to, you have to think ahead. Uh, but at the same time, um, 
we have to make, in my opinion, we have to make the decision: is the is the uh, the arena and the ice feasible and good for the for the uh, uh, municipality or not? And if it is, uh, we're we're thinking that you know if we make it an investment to ensure that that arena is good and running for the next twenty five years, uh, that that's probably all we can expect out of it. It's not news to anybody. I mean, this is a 75-year-old facility. And there are reports dating back. I found, found one from 2010 that was making a lot of the similar recommendations that you're looking at right now. Why was the township so slow to push for a new center in your mind? Uh, in my mind, it's probably the cost. To be perfectly honest with you, I mean... I, I think that uh, I, personally, I think it had this million dollar um, donation not been made, that that we'd be looking at something entirely different. And we are to be. I haven't mentioned that yet. We are, you know, hopefully going to, uh, as I said before, get some more donations from the general public. Also, uh, we'll we'll go after the the feds in the province to see if there's any grants. And the other thing that we've talked about, and uh, we've actually heard some response back, is um, doing this as a um, partnership with uh, other pro businesses or community community functions that go on within the township now. And we've had some interest in, in uh, well, I'll, I'll mention it. The Legion has approached us on seeing if they, uh, there's a possibility if we could build something together. The Grafton Legion, that is so. You're looking for community input. That's where our conversation started. So how do you, what is the path forward? The path forward is to uh, collect that information that we're going to hear, hear by from the, from the next day or two. Uh, then the staff will take that information and uh, dissect it and put it all together for us. So we have a good understanding. And then it's going to have to come to council to make a decision of where we want to go. And then after that, then we'll start where we have to go. As I mentioned earlier, Cam Campbellford, Trent Hills is, is currently pushing forward for its wellness center and arena. You mentioned Millbrook is another place that you've looked. Where else have you looked for inspiration or uh, good advice to sort of map this path forward at, well, as you mentioned, we've we've talked with Campbellford. Uh, we have a pretty good feel about how how busy the other uh, facilities are in in Crammy as well as Coburg, uh, and uh, Brighton as well. And we seem to be now our our ice time is a little bit cheaper than everybody else, but we are getting you know the the arena is pretty busy. And and do you ever make uh, money if we're looking to um, if we're looking to uh, break even up with an arena, that's almost impossible to do. But then you, if you want to provide a service to your residents, then, then that's part of the business. And you've, you haven't even got close to thinking about how this might have budget implications going forward, or you're not even in that stage yet, are you? No, no. 
Speaking of budgets and looking forward, how's your budget going for 2024? Can you give us an update? Well, yeah, I can give you an update. Um, our staff are still working on uh, finalizing um, their pro projections, and uh, we'll start seeing some of that uh, information in early January or mid-January, I guess. And then we've got three days of actual uh, council senior staff meeting together to go over through each line of the budget. And we'll, we'll that's typically what we've done in the past. And we'll, um, that's in, then by the end of middle of February, we'll have our final budget presentation. And then we approve it by the end of February and start into it on the 1st of March. Historically, that's about where we are. I was just going to say, there's quite a few municipalities and the county that have already got their budgets in place. And how come you guys are a little bit behind the times? Um, probably we had some um, illness uh, with with staff that were involved heavily in the budget, and we are, are going. We have gone through a few uh, senior management changes, so that's that's slowing us down a little bit. But I, I'm confident that you know next year we'll be catching keeping up with everybody else. John Logel, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. Well, thank you for the opportunity. That was Alnwick Haldeman Township Mayor John Logel. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.